Welcome back for another video. Big double gimmick 25 ahead of us. In this one we're going to dig into the best players to buy for our FPL teams. Projections are courtesy of FPL Review. Let's get straight into it. We'll start with the goalkeepers. And interestingly both Allison and Edison are joint top of exactly 8.2 points projected each. Edison does have better projections for the next 5 game weeks, but that isn't to say he's necessarily the better pick. Allison blanks in game week 26 of course, but if your other keeper plays then, be it Dubravka, Ariola, or someone else, then you can simply play them in the blank and get the best of both worlds. Allison missed Liverpool's last match with Flu, so wait for news that he's back in training before moving for him. Allison's outscored Edison the last three seasons in a row, helped a lot by save points. This season, Allison's made 22 more saves than Edison already. City rarely concede chances, leaving potential for save points. You'd imagine it'd be fully recovered in time though, and even if that weren't the case, avoid Kelleher, as he could get the first game, not the second game. Kaminsky and Flecken are third and fourth on the table, both projected 6.3 points this week. Again, over the next five, Flecken's projected more points, but you can benefit from two double games with Kaminsky as long as your other keeper plays in game week 26. A recurring theme this week is to also not get pulled in by double gimmick mania completely. If you've got one free transfer and your team's looking light in gimmick 26, then it's not worth a transfer on a keeper because you'll be booking in a minus 4 hit in gimmick 26 regardless. We've also got some great single gimmick fixtures this week, which is another factor. Ryder's projected 4.3 points of Arsenal away to Burnley. Pickford plays a depleted Palace side, and Vicario's home to Wolves, Martinez has got Fulham, etc. Make no mistake, there's huge points to be had in a double gaming like this, but I think we're going to look back on some players next week and think we got sucked into the hype. With that all in mind, let's have a look at the defenders. Unsurprisingly, we've got Liverpool's back four and Man City's back four as the top players, so let's break them down. Trent's predicted minutes are currently quite low with the knee injury that he sustained last match. Not fair to be serious, however he's on 6.8 points, which is 4th after Van Dijk, Robertson and Kanate. He's a don't buy, don't sell currently. If Klopp gives the all clear on Friday, or we see him training this week, then he's a good pickup. But likewise, if he indicates that he might not make the first game, then consider holding anyway. He's only worth selling if ruled out entirely. The best Liverpool defender with that all in mind is Van Dijk, who is top this week with 8.4 points. He looks by far the likeliest to play both games, so if you want a Liverpool defender, he's the best bet. Robertson was back in the starting 11 last match for the first time since game 8, but Simicast also returned and came off the bench, so there is a risk of getting one game each. Particularly with Liverpool's second fixture being the more winnable game, with them playing home to Luton and days before the League Cup final. So which Man City defenders? Unfortunately none are completely nailed, and it's pretty much a roll of the dice. Before Gaming 24, Vardio had started 8 of the previous 9, with a run of 4 starts either side of a bench and in the middle. His rest last game it could be indicative of a run of starts again. Walker's started one of the last 3 now, again looking like a risky buy. Ruben Diaz and Stones have started 2 of the last 3. Outside of the Liverpool and City defenders, the other 2 double gimmick defenders are doubting Regulon. Only worth considering on a free hit really, they've got a terrible double and the clean sheet odds are going to be very low. They've got an attack in return in them. Doughty in fact has got 8 this season. Regulon started 2 in a row since joining Brentford on loan, and he got an assist off a corner last match. Outside of the double gimmick defenders, Gabriel and Saliba are projected about 4.6 points, Pedro Pori 4.2, Trippier 4.1, and Estupinan 3.6. So there's a lot of potential for these guys to do well, which is another incentive to reconsider selling one of these for a City defender, unless you're reasonably confident in two starts. Selling a single gimmick defender like Poro for Van Dijk is the best play, but even then the point stands in gimmick 26. It's arguably not worth it if you're booking in a minus 4 or worse for your team in gimmick 26. It's not the best week to free hit either, so don't rely on that as a get out of jail card. 
However, if you're already at the point where there's no other way to get through Gamic 26, then it's a good move. Porro failed to take a shot on goal, take a touch in the penalty area, or play any key passes last match against Brighton. Spurs are one of only six teams currently confirmed to play in Gamic 29 though, the others being Fulham, Burnley, Brentford, West Ham and Villa. Let's have a look at the midfielders. Top of the table is Foden with 9.9 .9 projected points, KDB just behind with 9.8. All eyes are going to be on City's midweek Champions League game versus Copenhagen. If you can, wait for that game to be played first before making any moves. Those of us with the likes of Foden and De Bruyne will be hoping for a rest, but it might not happen, particularly in De Bruyne's case, who wasn't aimed on the bench last game. Pep made an interesting remark on De Bruyne's benching. He said, Kevin, since he came back, is so fresh in his mind and legs, and that's why sometimes I don't want to start him, and the impact is higher than the beginning. So in a nutshell, he can impact games more when he's coming off the bench sometimes, so it might not be worth ripping your team up with hits to squeeze him in. He's an outstanding pick if you can get to him for free though, or maybe for a minus 4 if he's selling someone that blanks in 26. Barkley doesn't make the table but worth a mention, he's Luton's main man for ball progression and he's got 2 goals and 2 assists in his last 5 games. The type of enabler that's going to be useful to fund double gaming assets at 5 mil, he's projected 5.7 points. So let's talk about the Liverpool mids then. Surprisingly the projections marginally favour Diaz over Jota, but Jota's got to be the better between the two. He's on 9 goals and 5 assists in 1,001 minutes, so that's a return every 71 minutes this season. Again, there is a risk he doesn't play both games with the League Cup final factor, and someone like Saka doesn't look worth selling after a brace last match, plus a game in game at 26 where Liverpool don't have one. Salah makes the table with 7.2 projected points. At this point if you've got him, he's got to be a hold, unless you don't have De Bruyne or Foden. We yet to see Salah play since his injury but if we get promised an update this week from Klopp, we'll surely see him in the double. It could be a cameo versus Brentford and then a start against Luton, which wouldn't be bad at all. Sun snuck in the table again with 6.6 .6 points for their home game to Wolves. Wolves have conceded 10 goals in their last 3 games in the league. Again, if you haven't got Foden or De Bruyne, it's a logical move despite Sun projected to do well this week. Over the next 2 game weeks, you gain 2 fixtures in your team. Saka's projected 6.2 points, Richarlison 5.2, Gordon 4.4. Let us know in the comments how many double gimmick players we have in your team this week. Moving on to the forwards, and Haaland tops the table with an obscene 13.7 projected points for his double. So putting the top players in order, it's Haaland and then Darwin with 10.8, then Foden and then De Bruyne. It's two home games for City, and they're up against Chelsea first, who saw both Thiago Silva and Gusto subbed off injured last game. We yet to hear whether they miss out on the City game, but Badia Shields also picked up an injury and he's out till March. Thiago Silva's look more serious than Gusto's. Pock said, we need to assess Thiago tomorrow because he felt something in his groin. Whereas in Gusto, he said, Malo, I think, was tired. It's not going to be a big problem to be ready at the weekend. Their 3-1 win over Palace was somewhat flattering. It wasn't a convincing performance and they're going to need to step up massively versus City. And you've got to back City to do well here. Two wins for City in their double will put them top of the Premier League table again with their game in hand played at last. Darwin looks the best Liverpool pick for double game at 25, with 10.8 projected points. Only Saka's got a higher expected goal involvement over the last 4 game weeks, and of course no forward has fared better than Darwin. Where it becomes tough is if you've got Solanke or Watkins. Watkins plays in game at 26, as does Solanke, albeit against City, but Solanke's got the double in game at 28. This one really depends on how your team's set up. Given Darwin's upside, there is potential to do a hokey-cokey, picking him up for one game week and then shift him straight on. It's not an efficient way to spend transfers ordinarily, but it can work in double game weeks. So what about Tony then? Only Haaland and Watkins have got high projected points for the next 5 game weeks. This week Tony's projected 7.7 .7 points. 
Let's say in game week 25, Darwin and Tony hit close to their projections, but with Tony it's a hit save and that would put him slightly ahead of Darwin over the next two game weeks if Darwin requires a hit. It is a game of variance though, Darwin could score huge in such a good double, but equally Tony could do better despite a far worse double. It probably depends on what type of manager you are. Tony is the safer, sensible pick, while Darwin with a booked in minus 4 is more aggressive and of course if there's any unexpected injuries in game week 25 that could become minus 8. Tony scored 3 goals and recorded 1 assist in his 4 games. He's nailed on to play 90 minutes, which Darwin isn't, takes penalties and free kicks, so he could gain a lot of attention. Adebayo, Morris and Ogbeni make the table as well. Adebayo the best of the three, only 4.9 mil. He's the one that every set piece is aimed at and he's got 4 goals, 1 assist in his last 3 games. But again, he blanks in game week 26, which is something to manage carefully in your team. Thanks for watching. If this video was helpful, drop it a like before you go. Let's get it past 1k. Hit subscribe for more to come this week as well. See you soon for the next one. Sports Social Podcast Network.